This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello, I'm Paul Wheelock and a very warm welcome to the post-game podcast to reflect on a good afternoon's work for Liverpool. The Reds won 3-0 at Watford with second-half goals from Mo Salah, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Roberto Firmino to remain unbeaten and hot on the heels of leaders Manchester City. Despite having captain Jordan Henderson sent off for two yellow cards, in the end it was a very comfortable win for Jurgen Klopp's side. And it's one that means the Reds are now enjoying their best ever start to a Premier League campaign. Not bad at all for a team who, in all honesty, still has more to come. As ever, this podcast starts with the considered thoughts of our Liverpool FC correspondent James Pearce. You will then hear highlights from Reds boss Klopp's post-match press conference, including his verdict on the victory, the record start and the injury to Joe Gomez. Then we hand the show over to you, with nine Liverpool fans phoning in to give their opinion on what they witnessed this afternoon. Debutant Matt Addison kicks us off and then you'll hear from Alex Watts, Simon Donnelly, Matt Whitty, Ross Strachan, Sam Planch, Nathan Davidson, Peter Lally and Owen from Cop On Podcast, who gives us an on-the-whistle piece at the end of the first and second halves. Enjoy. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Well, it proved to be a successful afternoon for Liverpool here at Vicarage Road. It finished Watford nil. Liverpool 3, the Reds uh, extending that unbeaten start to the season in the Premier League and keeping up the pressure on leaders Manchester City. They had to work hard for it today. For three quarters of the contest, it was it was goalless and it was a, a real scrap. Uh, the kind of game where uh, previously, in previous seasons, Liverpool, I think, probably would have would have slipped up. But, you know, uh, we've, we've seen so far this season that this class of 2018-19 have that ability to grind out results and to, and to match teams physically when they have to. And they certainly did that today because uh, Watford are no pushovers. You know, they're, uh, they're in the top eight for a reason. And uh, you know, they made life difficult at times. The first 35, 40 minutes were an absolute non-event, really. Um, both teams cancelling each other out. Klopp was bold with his team selection, playing Shakiri as well as his uh, usual front three. But, you know, the final ball was lacking Liverpool struggled to create clear cut, cut opportunities but you know there was a five minute spell just before half time but the game came alive Mane, Firmino, Salah all forced decent saves from Ben Foster at the other end um, Pereira went close for Watford Alison Becker um, coming to the rescue for the Reds again Alison didn't have a huge amount to do but he's uh, he's shown that knack of when when he is called upon, he delivers, and uh, you know another clean sheet for the uh, the big Brazilian keeper today. In the second half, I thought Liverpool were much much better, played with much greater control. Boss proceedings, um, you know, hearts were in mouths. Obviously, when uh, Will Hughes went down in the box, it looked they looked like Robertson had caught him. But I think, having seen the replays, I think you've got to give John Moss a lot of credit because it looked like one of those ones where Will Hughes was expecting the contact, it didn't come. Uh, and he and he went down very easily without being touched. So uh, John Moss, I think, got that one right. And then after that, uh, Liverpool raised the bar and pretty much blew Watford away. It was a great attack, real slick move. The opener with Firmino and Mane involved to tee up Salah, uh, whose uh, whose strikes seemed to squirm underneath Ben Foster. And then the second goal is just an absolute beauty, isn't it? Uh, Firmino's shirt pulled, 25 yards out, free kick, and young Trent Alexander-Arnold. You know what a what a period it's been for him. A first England goal uh, last week and now his second Premier League goal. Stepped up, whipped the 25-yard free kick over the wall, gave Foster absolutely no chance and uh, you could see what it meant to the 20-year-old Scouser. Uh, 
jubilant celebrations in front of the away end. Um, and at 2-0, the game was over. I think the only the only blemish on the afternoon for the Reds was Jordan Henderson getting himself sent off. It was silly, really. No need to uh, to get involved. He'd already been booked for, for hauling down Isaac's success. And then I think he was just frustrated. I think he'd uh, he'd had a few angry words with John Moss a couple of minutes before. And then uh, Kapue just got away from him down by the... Uh, down by the side of the pitch but they, you know there was no real danger he had no need to to make the challenge but he blocked him off and you know I don't think he even waited around to see the second yellow he he was on his way down the tunnel and it means he'll miss next Sunday's Merseyside derby um, but even with 10 men Liverpool cruised to the finish the third goal was all about Andy Robertson I thought he was sensational today I gave him man of the match uh, really tenacious defensively and, and always a threat going forward down that left that, that flank uh, and he you know he just keeps on going and going doesn't he, he was uh, he raced away down that, that left flank late on uh, great ball to pull it back to Mane pile driver pushed up by uh, Foster but Firmino was there to pounce and make it 3-0 and that's something that'll be a big moment for Firmino hasn't scored in the Premier League since September great for his confidence levels and uh Liverpool now march on to Paris, uh, PSG away on Wednesday night. You know this is the perfect start to a, a massive week with the Merseyside derby uh, at Anfield next weekend. So it's uh, you know th this is crunch time for Liverpool in terms of their season, but they've uh, they've delivered everything you could have expected from them here today, and uh, obviously with Man City. Uh, hammering West Ham 4-0, it, it means that Liverpool are still playing catch-up, but they're only two points behind and. You know, I think from City's perspective, you know, it will be a source of frustration for them that they haven't shaken off this Liverpool team. And if they keep digging deep and producing uh, like they did here today, then there's no reason why they can't be in this title race for a long, long time. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Maybe I should not talk about it, but it's 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 to explain what, how things are, how difficult things are in in, 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 a, in a situation to prepare a game like this. I know you all expect always perfection. But we had exactly one session to prepare this game because they came back on Thursday, Brazilians and and Robo, for example. One session with uh, with the specific um, demands of set pieces, what for it, you saw it, what they did, the routines, how they play around, where they chip the balls, where they block the guys, stuff like that. Difficult. You have to need you need your own set pieces. You need to work on that, and you need to focus on the specific um, quality of the opponent and they defend like they defend really good organized in a 4-4-2 hard working their own build up is pretty direct Dini you cannot def defend Dini Cle clear always because the ball is dropping down Delafoya going behind Hughes going behind Pereira going behind it's so difficult in a cup way and, and, and Dukwe picking up all the balls and, and play them direct again in this direction so it's so difficult to stay calm and we stayed calm we had two Really big chances first half after set pieces. We had other moments where we could have scored, but Foster was there. And in second half, so it was in half time. We have to, we have to stay stubborn. We have to do it again and again and better, of course, with more rhythm change. That was not brilliant first half. That we did, we could have changed the rhythm much more often. We had, we had to change it much more often. But it was still good. And then second half, yeah, the first goal was brilliant, the second goal was world-class free kick and the third goal was one of the best counter-attacks I ever saw, it was just nice. Um, and so, yeah, 3-0, couldn't have been better. No, no, it's nice, it's nice to be honest, the, the 33 points are brilliant. Um, 
outstanding. The, the goal difference is, is really is really good. So I like all that. Um, in this fantastic big club um, with these outstanding teams in the past, um, that this group of players can can get this record is nice. It, we all know that the season is not finished and it doesn't bring anything. But if somebody wants to have this record in the future, it must be this team. So that's good. It's not bad, um, but of course we will carry on. It's it's just a nice moment. Eh? It's for the moment, it's it's really nice. It's a clean sheet. We, after being two 0 up, I felt that you don't. That's not too smart, maybe. But you not only want to win, you want to keep the clean sheet as well. It's not really you have these two things in your mind. Usually, of course, you only think about winning. So, but all good and. Um, I really think this this group of players they deserve it. They, 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 today they did really they did really a good job, and I'm, I'm, I, I like this game a lot because it was so difficult. Yeah, last second of yesterday's session, he got a, a little knock, uh, and then we thought, come on, let's bring him over and, and have have a look in the morning. And he said it was 80% better. That's good. <laughs> so it's no doubt for Wednesday. But you have Trent and 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 um, Dejan. With 100%, then you don't have to make that decision. It's clear then he's, he can be rested, can recover um, more, and then he's ready for Wednesday again. So good. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hello, it's Matt Addison for the post match podcast after Liverpool have gone to Watford and won by three goals to nil. Lots of positives then today, despite a turgid first half. The clean sheet means it's the fewest number of goals that Liverpool have ever conceded after 13 league games. Only five goals conceded across 13 games. Reflects really well on Virgil van Dijk, on Alisson. Um, Alisson, of course, had a couple of hairy moments in the first half. Nearly gave the ball a couple of time, uh, away a couple of times, but... Generally, I think since he's come in, he's been fantastic. And it's the first time we've scored more than two goals away from home this season as well. So hopefully that front three or front four with Shaqiri today, hopefully that's about to click into gear for the huge 10 games in 40-odd days that we've got coming up over the Christmas period. It was vital to get the win today. Um, and even though there was no repeat of Emre Chan's spectacular bicycle kick from a couple of seasons back, the goals that we scored today were, were good enough the goals that we scored today meant that we've got the three points and, and that's all that matters. Before the first goal went in, I was thinking, you know, maybe Roberto Firmino would benefit from being a little bit further forward. He's tended to be much deeper this season. I think that's by design rather than him being frustrated. I think that's something that Jürgen's trying to implement. Um, obviously, Salah playing as a number nine and Shakiri playing off the right um, but, but before that first goal went in, I was thinking, you know, is this the right decision? And I'm sure it wasn't the only one. But then the first goal comes from Andy Robertson passing to Firmino, who's sort of 20, 30 yards behind the front two. Dribbles forward a little bit, finds Mane on the left, and then Mane plays the ball into Salah, who scores his seventh of the season. So, you know, what do I know? Maybe Jürgen does know something after all. Uh, the second goal then, a brilliant free kick from Trent Alexander-Arnold. He's had a little bit of a tough time, I think, this season. You know, he's still a young player. Uh, he's still getting used to the rigours that the Premier League has, but I think that goal will do him the world of good. It was reminiscent of the one he scored early on last season in the Champions League, and that seemed to really give him confidence. Hopefully, the same thing can happen again. Uh, and In a similar vein, Firmino getting that third goal, I think, is you know, it's going to be a big boost for him, ending his goal drought. Andy Robertson turning into Gareth Bale on the counter-attack. 
eventually finding Mane, who whose shot I think was saved, and then Firmino tucks the ball into the back of the net. So plenty of positives, plenty of goals. The first half wasn't great. Um, it, it, Henderson getting sent off, it's, it's not ideal, I don't think. I think there'll be a few people who are, are quite happy that he's not in the lineup against Everton, but for me, I think he's, he's normally a, a, a calming influence. Maybe that wasn't the case today. Normally, he's one that can, can help us control matches a little bit more. And in derby matches, that's exactly what you need. But he'll be missing. Uh, it'll be up to someone else to come in. Maybe Fabinho. I think James Milner is, is always one uh, that Klopp trusts in these big games. He'll probably come in. Um, and Above all, I think Jordan will be, be really disappointed to miss that Merseyside derby. Uh, so overall, then, it, it wasn't vintage today. There was a few flashes in the second half, but nothing too drastic. The most important thing, though, is that Liverpool won. Manchester City obviously went to West Ham and won comfortably. Liverpool had to do the same, and that's exactly what they did. The focus then turns to PSG midweek. Hopefully we can get a result there. Um, But for now, up the Reds. Hello, Alex Watt from Did It Cross The Line podcast. And boy, is it nice to have the Premier League back. It seems like forever since Liverpool last played because of the international break but we're back we're away at Watford today and saying that we we came into the game actually with a lot of positives obviously Sadio Mane's just signed a new contract which is great but in terms of international duty a bunch of players did actually have great performances he obviously had Gomez for England um he didn't feature today took a knock but Shakiri, Van Dijk, Wijnaldum they were all great and Particularly Shakiri, he had to come in and start today after that performance he put in against Belgium uh, in the week. I think there would have been riots in Liverpool if he hadn't fe- featured today. But yeah, I was really hoping that Liverpool would take that momentum, the players would take that momentum into the game today. But actually for 65 minutes, this was honestly a bit of a meh performance um, and the level of performance was actually a bit of a concern for a good portion of the game. It felt like Salah and Mane weren't getting the ball enough from the midfield as much as they they needed to really and I think Klopp's going to have to have another look at that midfield. Uh, Obviously Cater's not really getting a look in at the moment which is a shame. Um, Fabinho I'm assuming will come in on Wednesday but Henderson obviously got sent off which was a soft decision, but also pretty stupid from him. But that's going to force Klopp's hand now because Hendo's going to miss the Merseyside derby. So he's going to have to start mixing that midfield up a lot. Um, but yeah, it was a bit of a struggle this throughout 65 minutes. And then all of a sudden Salah got his chance, put it away. Trent scored a screamer and then we were 2-0 up and it was pretty much game over. Firmino obviously got the third late on. It ended up being actually a bit of a thrashing to Watford and... The last 20-25 minutes is more what we want to be seeing on a regular basis going forward. And ultimately, when you've won the game 3-0 and you're still unbeaten in the league, it's hard to really have too much to complain about, even if Man City did go and score four in their game, which is slightly annoying, admittedly. But obviously, it's PSG next midweek, and we've got to take the confidence from the last 20-25 minutes and take that momentum into that game. We can't start slowly uh, like we did against Watford here because PSG will punish us. So come out swinging in that one and turn in another dominant performance against PSG, hopefully. 
take that confidence into the Merseyside derby against Everton and jobs are good and and we'll all be doing weird celebrations like Salam Firmino. <laughs> Cheers. This is Simon Donnelly, LFC jury member for the Liverpool Echo. Fantastic to get the three points away at Watford there. We've just beat them 3-0. Um, we've gone from a team, I feel, last season where we were a team that blew other teams away in 20-minute period, scoring three, four or five goals, to a team that, that seems to wear other teams down now. And I think that's possibly because... The other teams see the way we were last season and um, maybe defend deeper or man-mark better to try and nullify our threat. But thankfully, under Klopp, the great manager that he is, things have changed, tactically he's changed slightly, and we seem to be able to, certainly in the second half of these tough games, wear the teams down with our fitness and our quality. And that's what happened today. Second half, three goals. 64% possession overall is good. And my other f- great thing that I, I liked about today was to see Trent score from direct from a free kick. He seems to be our dead ball expo- expert now. The first one I think we've really had since Stevie G left. Um, and Trent, I like him as a player. I think he's very confident, very ambitious. He wants to be a future Liverpool captain, he said. And he's one of the first names now on the team sheets for both Liverpool and even for England. He also went to the same school that my little boy goes to, so we always keep a little eye out for him. And I think he's I'm just so pleased for him to get his first goal direct from a free kick. Hopefully there's more of that to follow. So a 3-0 win away from home. Splendid, as always. Shame about City. I do wonder whether we are... We're keeping up with them, but I do wonder whether we are maybe fighting for second place here because I can't see them dropping any points or many points at all. But we're keeping up. Uh, gutted to see Everton sneak a 1-0, a 1-0 win today. But it leads us on nicely to next week, the game which I absolutely hate, the stress involved in a Merseyside derby. But surely, surely at home, we've got enough to beat these little clubs. Come on, you Reds. Hi, it's Matt Whitty, cop season ticket holder, reflecting on Liverpool's 3-0 away win against Watford today. A very important win at the beginning of a packed seven-week period where we've got ten games or so leading up to uh, to City early in the new year. And uh, yeah, it was. Um, I thought with the with the lineup today, it was a deserved start for Shakiri. Um, I think a lot of us have been wanting to see a um, see him get a bit of a run in the uh, in the starting eleven. So that was uh, that was certainly good to see. Um, prior to kick off, I was a bit. Uh, Bit disappointed that uh, Fabinho wasn't in the starting uh, starting eleven. I thought we, uh, I thought you know that given the likelihood that Watford would probably sit back and defend deeply, we probably um, could have done with his passing range. And uh, you know certainly you know Watford did uh, did start very well and uh, defended really well for the first thirty thirty five minutes, and we didn't really get a sniff. And uh, yeah, I was certainly. I was certainly feeling his absence at, at that point. Um, I mean, generally the, fir- the first half an hour or so was was really poor. Um, you know, what Watford's game plan game plan worked to perfection, really, as they sort of uh, you know they sat deep, got numbers back, harried our midfielders, and and tried to break quickly on us when they when they did turn over possession. And uh, when we, when we were trying to counter that, every you know it seemed like every time we went wide, we'd overhit the pass. Or we would uh, put it straight out of play, or, or miscontrol it, and every time we went direct, uh, Watford were able to uh, able to cut it out uh, relatively uh, relatively relatively easily, um, and we were certainly uh, indebted to Allison for a fantastic save from Pereira at nil nil, and uh, yeah, Allison's made such a difference to us. 
and uh, hopefully that will continue to grow and uh, he can become like uh, a bit like a sort of that have that aura that De Gea has uh, at United where if somebody's one on one you know they're, they're probably thinking they've got to absolutely bury it right in the top corner to, to to have a chance and the more they start to think that the the less likely it is that they that they score so certainly that's what uh, I'm hoping that Alisson is uh, beginning to build for uh, for us um, we had a few chances through uh, Firmino, Salah and Mane before half time but um Ultimately, uh, yeah, I think we were. We, we, it was probably a, a good time for half time to come, really, because uh, I think the uh, the players needed uh, a few words from Klopp. And uh, after the break, break, we certainly made fewer mistakes. Um, Salah opened the scoring uh, clinically after really good play from Mane and Firmino, and that was followed up by a, a wonderful free kick from Trent. And it's probably worth just uh, almost, in some ways, reluctantly thanking the international break really for the impact that that's had, given that. Wijnaldum and Van Dijk both had really good performances for Holland in the break, and uh, Salah and uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Gomez also, you know, came out with a, a real, some real, really confidence-boosting performances and goals uh, during that, and uh, hopefully that confidence flowed through today and to to, to future games. Um, in terms of the negatives, it was a, a bit of a silly second yellow card for for Henderson, really, and. I think given that, and given that he's going to be out the derby, um, I, I'd, I'd expect him to play the uh, the full ninety against PSG. Really, um, the icing on the cake, I think, at the end of the game was the uh, the finish from uh, from uh, Bobby Firmino after a phenomenal lung busting run from Andy Robbo. I mean, to to put in that kind of an effort, you know, that deep into uh, into a tough game was uh, was just fantastic to see, and it's why we. Uh, why we love Andy Robbo so much, and um, it was a it was a good save from Foster as well from from Mane's effort. But uh, yeah, great to see Bobby get on the score sheet as well. Uh, so yeah, big win, um, particularly given that City won two, another clean sheet, and uh, continue the great start to the uh, season. So uh, bring on PSG. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Ross from Witness with his thoughts on the Wofford v Liverpool game. Managed to get the win, finished 3-0. Made rather heavy weather at first half. Um, good, well-organised side, Watford. And noticeable that um, managed to get a place for security in the starting eleven today um, with the four attackers that we played, which was a real statement of intent. Um, but I think a lot of... First half, you've got to give a lot of credit to Watford. They were very well organised, very well disciplined, and they did cause us a few problems when our play broke down. They were very quick on the attack, um, you know, going down the channels, and they had a couple. Of, they had a couple of half chances. I think Alisson made a very good save in that first half. Liverpool, you know, toiled a little bit in the first half. They put a lot of effort in, but Watford, they, 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 they done a good job. They were well organised, like I say. Um, we had a couple of half chances. A great header by um, Salah off the corner when he's left through the back post. Decent save in the end. For me, and you know, I had half chance with the shots, but other than that, there wasn't there wasn't really anything that you could say was a, a clear cut chance. And one thing I would uh, uh, noticed about the formation, I've noticed it a few times when we played this with the with the three, and then Salah was the focal point. I don't I don't think that's brings out the best in Salah and, and I also don't think it brings out the best in Firmino we were always better with the three Firmino was always the focal point down the middle and then you had Mane and Salah in the channels and that's where to me that's where Salah created so much of his 
um, chances last season caused so much many problems for defenders. Getting one on one, beating the man, cutting in, cutting cutting inside, and creating the space. When he's central, I I, th- I feel it's too congested for for him, and they just they just put bodies around the ball, and it's quite hard for him to get the space. But all in all, first half wasn't bad, wasn't wasn't great, wasn't bad. It was just one of them halves didn't go for us. Going into the second half, we're thinking we're going to have to push on a little bit and we'll try and create a little bit more. And the first real bit of danger came from 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 them. A massive shout for a penalty. First glance, I've I've convinced it was a penalty. I thought Robertson got away with one. Well, you know when they, when you see the replays and you see it again. He didn't actually touch him, and it was a dive, and a great decision by the referee. A lot of a lot of pressure, a lot of noise from the from the home crowd. Could have buckled under that pressure and give easily give the penalty. And at first glance, there wouldn't have been that many complaints. But ultimately, it was obviously the right decision, and he didn't give it. So we pushed on second half, and we managed to get the breakthrough with who else but Salah. Bit of a bit of a bit of dodgy keeper went straight down the middle, but good build up play from the front three. The usual Firmino, Mane, Salah combination, never let you down. Great. Salah, even though I said I prefer to see him out wide in, in the systems we play, he's still he's still obviously a great goal for us. And he's, his tally's just going up nicely this season now. And so after that, I'm pretty confident we're going to get the results. And then we win the free kick. And you've got Salah... And Trent Arnold line up, you're thinking, who's going to make this? Is Salah going to, as the more experienced player? But the young lad, Trent Arnold, we know, we've seen it before, the Champions League games and so on. He can hit a dead ball and he really fancied it. And what a hit it was with the whip and the dip into the top corner to make it 2 0. Fantastic, fantastic strike, great talent. And, you know, for such a young lad to have the confidence to take these three kicks and to, to have the confidence to take them above such senior players and the, and he delivers with, with them as well. It's tremendous to see. And so 2-0 up, we're absolutely cruising. Um, and then the silliness from, from Henderson to get sent off, which, you know, as the club captain, it's, I, I thought it was really poor from Henderson. I don't think he had a very good game, a bit off the pace. Um, but... You could see after he got the first booking, and then just before he gets the second, the the second yellow for his sending off, he's his head sort of goes, and he's had he's had a big argument with the referee. Gets a stern telling off from the referee, and you, you're thinking, yeah, just calm down. No need to get you know we're cruising two 0 and and he makes a silly challenge on the halfway line. Not really much in it, but I don't think he can play. I think it's a yellow card. It's his second yellow, and he's, he knew straight away. Whipped the armband off, and he's and he's and he's and he was off down the tunnel. Um, and it just leaved, left us, I think there was about 10 minutes to go, something like that at that point. And it's not cost us, obviously, because we've, we've ended up getting the third and we've won 3 0. But it's silly from Henderson. The captain should know better. I'm not going to chastise the fella and, you know, rip into him. I'm not his number one fan, but I've maybe I think we have missed him uh, at times this season. But, you know, he's got sent off there. And I think by all accounts, he's going to miss the Merseyside derby. That's going to be a big miss. Because someone with that experience in such a big game, now we're going to have to rely on someone like maybe a Fabinho, Fabinho um, to do the job in the derby. 
So there's a lot of pressure on that. Henderson needs to be a little bit cleverer and, and as the club captain needs to be setting a better example, just calm it all down. I mean, you've seen, I personally think Van Dijk be a cracking captain for Liverpool. You've seen him in the last 10 minutes, the last five minutes, he was, you know, waving his hands, telling everyone just to calm down, take the sting of it, take the time. That's what Henderson needed. There was no need to be getting so riled up at that point when we're cruising. But anyway, he, he got his marching orders and we still managed to go and get that third, which was great for Bobby Firmino to get the goal. His work rate is just it's, it's incredible. He works so hard for the side and to pop up with a goal and a, a, bit, a, a special mention for Robinson for the, the effort. You know, 2-0, we could, we could just sit back and, you know, just knock that ball into space. But the effort from Robinson to get down that line, the pace... And then still have the ability to get the ball over, and just you know keep him made it makes a decent save, and Bobby tucks in the header. Great for him, made up. That's all we can say. Love the man. So all in all, a really decent three points. Made the heavy weather, like I said, but we've got the win. We keep saying this week after week, we're not playing well, but we're getting the wins. And now we've won that one three nil. Couple of negatives with with you Henderson dismissal and that, but. Other than that, all positive. Bobby scored, Salah's scored again, and we can now go to the next couple of big couple of big games coming up now midweek. We've got almost a free hit um, getting through there in the Champions League. Let's you go and get a result against PSG. The pressure's off the the, the Napoli game then. So let's, let's why can't we go and do that? And then it's the big one next weekend uh, against Everton. Who? You can't overlook them at the minute. They're, they're coming into a bit of form. So, you know, a couple of cracking games coming up. And all we can do, it's a, it's a, it's a cliche, but all we can do is take them one at a time, onwards and upwards. Okay, so the mighty Reds had Watford away today. Um, it's always going to be a tough game there. There's a lot of pace and power at Watford, and they've got a good record at home, uh, especially recently. Um, it, it's really been good for them, like I said, the Corey and people like Dan in midfield and the success and... People like that, some of them are missing, but they've got a good, really, template of pace and power and, and endeavour in that midfield, and they've, they've caused a lot of big team problems. So I did think it was going to be a tough one today, and a load of the things that I've criticised Liverpool for uh, this season in these in, in these podcasts and these videos is that we haven't been ourselves um, in terms of attacking and all out uh, relentless creativity and exciting to watch and 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 you know that bit of spark but today these are the games that the way that Klopp's been playing this year and the way Liverpool have been playing this is how you win games this is how you get more points and winning today it, it was like a performance that um, a really professional performance even though we had a lot of the ball um, they sat back Watford, which is not what they normally do. They're normally a, a bit more expansive, but let's face it, any team who, who plays Liverpool, who, who's got half a brain, they're going to sit back because if, if you start pushing up, the likes of your Salah and your Manny and that are going to get in behind. So I don't I don't blame them to that extent. I don't blame any team who play like they play because it's up to the, the other team, in this case Liverpool, to go and counteract that and, and, and do what they need to do to get the win. Liverpool done that, and what, what I'm trying to get at is is a praising Klopp here for the style this time, and you know this kind of style is you don't have to play brilliantly and you still win. Though today I thought we were good, 
we were a lot more controlled. Um, defense was brilliant. I mean, you, you know, we're a lot solid, a lot more solid. And it it was good to watch in the sense that it never really looked that scary. Um, Van Dyke was brilliant. How many headers and blocks and everything. He's an absolute Rolls Royce of a player. Um, and, you know, he's that good. I think even I'd look, I'd be able to play alongside him and I'm not very good. So, you know, really, really pleased with that. I, I mean, just there's always key points in games and thin lines and margins and Delafayu there. Not that this allow goal, the 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 save Allison made was a was a big one, um, and you know we went one nil up and then just never looked at just looked at his all game and I think I was made up for Trent by the way because he's had a, he's had a really he's had a tough start really and um, you know as young players are going to and this is what a lot of people need to remember about the likes of Trent, young players even with someone of his ability he's he's blessed with everything Trent by the way he's got he's got a lot. They're gonna have dips, you know how old he is and everything, how many games he's played, and he's had he's had a bit of a dip. But that free kick, I mean, if Messi had scored that or Ronaldo, we'd be saying how boss it is, and I'm gonna say how boss it is anyway because it was boss. And you know, then Firmino who wasn't great today again. I don't think he's got a spark, but he got a little goal, and that's great. The only thing there, I think Anderson, he played well in general, but you know he's captain, and I think he was unlucky with the with the booking because. He got pulled back and got the shirt ripped, and then when he challenged, then got the foul on the booking when it should have been a foul for him in the first place. You could say the the sending off was a foul and wasn't even a booking, but he was answering back and he was getting riled with it and he lost his head a little bit. And I think as a captain, you maybe need to bear that in mind, even though the referee we know Mossy he, he's the worst on the market and there's some baddies and he's an absolute he, he's chronic. So. You know, listen, we got the three points, it was great. I think now what Klopp's done now is he's now re- he, he's changed Liverpool into a team who, who can go anywhere and get a result. Um, and I've got exciting players as well. Listen, the be the odd blip, the Red Star, the Napoli, I was fuming about. But we can now go anywhere and get points and we can then turn it on if we need to. So I think he's trying to evolve that, a team that can can do any anything in any scenario. We're not a one-trick pony. We don't just attack. We don't just relentlessly play this great stuff. We can mix it up. We can start controlling games. We can defend solid. And I think that's what he's trying to develop. So even though you know I still want to see the spark in the team, I can see what he's trying to do. Uh, but I think we do need to kick on. The only thing there is I think Kater and uh, Kater were, you know, I do want to see more of him. I think he could be the man. We're missing Chamberlain. I think he could be the man that links the midfield and the forwards. Uh, but obviously today with circumstances, uh, Milner you know, had already come on for security. And then when Anderson went, you can see why he brought Fabini. I want to try and show it. But I think Kaita needs a good 10 games because he doesn't look like he's settled yet. And he's definitely got him as locker. I've watched him for lights big and that. And he's definitely got it. So he could be the player that ignites that bit of sparking. And with Allison and Van Dyke and, and the likes of Gomez at the back, you know, we are we are solid. Robinson was good again, Trent good again, you know. Listen, it it's great, it's a great result. And what we what you know we're all frustrated because obviously we all want to win the league and everything, but Man City is so phenomenal that you know that might not be possible. But we're making progress in different ways here. Um 
and you know we've just got to embrace that and it's another three nil will win away from home and we've all got to say how great you know it's boss Liverpool win we're all happy and, and that's the main thing and on to the next game um, I think it'll just mean that now with the Henderson sending off he'll miss the derby I would imagine if that's the way that's the way it normally works so he'll probably play now in Paris and someone else will play in the derby where it might have been the other way around so we'll just have to rotate and clop Klopp will have to have a little think about that but you know what people are saying about Napoli home game we just got to beat them 2-0 I'm a through how about we just scrap all that how about we just go to Paris and beat them go and beat them and then, then we're guaranteed to qualify maybe not top spot but we're going to get through anyway then so why don't we just go and do that that's the next game and then when Napoli comes along we can we can have a bit of that then but you know Paris Saint-Germain's the next game Um, yeah to just to, to finish on we do need the spark, but you know it's good that we we are actually getting a bit of solidity and something else to our game. Uh, but you know, everyone said about a plan B. A plan B is not just a big fella coming on up front and lumping the ball to him. A plan B can be tactical, and I think that's what Klopp's done this season. So, you know, fair play to him. Hi there, Nathan Davidson here talking about Liverpool three, Watford nil. So to start off, it was a great game of football, especially after the international break. One of the most entertaining games of football. I've seen from Liverpool certainly this season. So probably the first talking point was uh, the Delfeo chance two minutes in. Obviously, it was a very marginal decision, but we get a bit lucky with that one, so we'll obviously take that. I thought Watford, they started really well. They um, tried to push us inside. They kept compact narrow, didn't give us too much room to play, and especially out wide, didn't allow the full-backs to get into the game as much as they would have liked to. And Liverpool really looked for, um, especially with Shaqiri, looked for killer balls, um, switching the play a lot. And it just wasn't quite working for us in that first half. Weren't, wasn't quite as effective as it could have been. There was a few where, especially from Shaqiri, you looked and you thought, not too far away, close with that one, but it just wasn't quite hitting the mark. And I think in that first half, the just as much as it has been this season, the link between the midfield and attack was really missing, where you'd want the Oxlade-Chamberlain... Yeah, Adam Lallana in his best maybe but he just wasn't there today and that's obviously something that maybe Liverpool need to look into into the future but as, luckily as the first half progressed the tempo of the game picked up massively this really worked in Liverpool's favour gave us a chance to make the game more end to end we could counter a little bit more the game was a little bit more expansive suited us a little bit more I think we found though in the first half that the 4-2-3-1 was really struggling especially with Firmino in the number 10 he just seemed he just seems nowhere near as effective as he can be especially compared to later in the game when he switched back to a 4-3-3 and we really got to see Firmino what he's like at his best but in the first half he just really struggled to get into the game from that deeper position you see him wanting the ball asking for the ball but it just doesn't seem as effective from deep and I think it's all because um, Klopp has looked at Shakiri and he really doesn't like him in the centre and right wants to push Shakiri out wide in that right hand position, which means pushing Salah in. And I just don't think that works quite as well for us. On to the second half then, and the first real talking point in the second half was the Watford penalty shout. For me, it was a little bit soft from Andy Robinson. The only thing that you could say about that challenge was that he was absolutely nowhere near the ball, Andy Robinson. But Watford did make the most of it. Uh, but for me, it wasn't a penalty. Good decision from John Moss. I know the fans in Vicarage Road uh, seem to think otherwise. After that, then, like 10 minutes after that, we had the Salah goal. Um, 
Firmino drops deep surprisingly and plays a good pass and I know I said that he wasn't really at his best in that deep position there but dropping from deep from a higher position seemed to suit him more. A good little pass through to Mane and then Salah takes a shot and although it's probably not his best effort, gets a little lucky with it. Ben Foster should do miles but it ends up in the back of the net and that's that little bit of luck that you sometimes need throughout the course of the season. Then 10 minutes after that, we obviously have the Trent Alexander-Arnold free kick. Really really happy for Trent to get that because he's not been at his best, especially at the start of this season. And that's, that could just give him that confidence boost. Then with about 10 minutes to play, obviously Henderson gets sent off. I feel he was really unlucky though, especially in the first one between him and Isaac's success. For me, the way I saw it, they were both pulling at each other. Obviously he saw, got his shirt ripped there, Jordan Henderson. They were both pulling, trying to get... Better, better of the other and obviously Henderson's thought I've got to bring him down as he was away Isaac's success if he got past him there he gets a yellow card for that you think oh that's a bit unlucky and then obviously he has the spat with the linesman when the decision goes against him later on just adding to his tough day if you like and then the actual red card is probably the most stupid decision from Henderson himself he just doesn't need to go for that Watford aren't really going anywhere and he just lunges in doesn't really look like he's going to get the ball and he's, he knows he's off as soon as he's done it. But I do feel for him a bit. I think the two yellows together were a bit harsh. Then after 10 men, you worry, can we keep the clean sheet? After that, At that point, all I wanted was to keep the clean sheet and luckily we managed to do that. Then a couple of minutes from the end, Bobby Firmino gets himself a goal, which I'm buzzing for him that he's managed to do that just because I feel like he's had to really sacrifice a lot for the team lately. It was great from Andy Robertson down that left-hand side. Quick counter-attack in football. Andy Robertson bursts down the left-hand side, plays it for Mane. Mane's shot save goes up in the air and then Bobby Firmino's there just to it in the back of the net. 3-0 when you're t- down with the 10 men, though. Very happy with that. And then I can remember, remember thinking after that was, I'm just really buzzing that we got the result today. That was the most important thing for me. When I think of Vicarage Road, I think of especially in recent time, high-scoring draws, and to just go there and pick up the three points, keep a clean sheet, win 3-0, maybe it does flatter us slightly, but to win 3-0 away at Vicarage Road against a Watford team that have been doing really well this season and showed signs today why they've been doing so well this season. I'm made up with that. I think up the Reds, just keep going as we are, and we're doing very, very well. On to Wednesday now. For the first half an hour of this match... Liverpool had most of the ball and were in control, but they nobody created any chances. Watford had most of their men behind the ball and were just waiting to make a break and to nick something. Uh, at around the 40-minute mark, there was a quick succession of chances, about four for Liverpool and one for Watford. You could tell from there Liverpool had the greater quality, and if the game carried on like that, by the laws of average, we should win the game. But still, come half-time, it was even. One thing I liked is that Liverpool now, at the back, are able to move the ball side to side much quicker against teams who are hard to break down. I remember it being a criticism of Liverpool years ago that they couldn't do that against teams who got everyone behind the ball. They were a bit too slow. But now we have ball-playing guys at the back. It's, we were much better at it, and I think improving. Come the second half... For the first quarter of an hour in the second half, Liverpool were applying more pressure and were more intense and they were almost creating chances. Uh, 
However, it was in the 67th minute, Mane got down the left-hand wing, put a ball in, Salah was there in the centre, and he just gave a quick poke with his foot and got the ball past the goalkeeper, 1-0. Now, even at that point, with this new Liverpool, I felt we could probably hold on for a win at 1-0, which is a great thing about the new Liverpool, because with the calamitous defending of yesteryear, we could never have done that. But now, it's, a, it's, a, it's one of our strong points and one of the reasons why we're getting so many points in the league. Um, Watford started to push forward a bit more. About 10 minutes later, we got a free kick 25 yards out, and Trent Alexander-Arnold put it in the back of the net. I think for me, it's an example that this Liverpool team has an increasing number of strings to its bows. It can do more things. Uh, Even corners now, I thought we looked more dangerous than Watford for corners. That's quite a turnaround. Again now, uh, Watford applied more and more pressure and we got a breakaway right at the end where uh, Andrew Robertson was able to leap over a sliding tackle and sort of go through another tackle, got the ball to Mane, who shot, goalie saved, and it landed with Robert Firmino, who did a deft header into the the net, 3-0. Overall, I think there will be some... There's still anxiety, I think, about from Liverpool fans about how we're doing in comparisons to Manchester City. But to me, this current, we're lucky to be in this current uh, era for Liverpool. Uh, we've got an improving team, and it has the feel of a team who could win a title because I'm old enough to remember when we did win titles and it wasn't spectacular football every week. It was just the ability to keep winning and get results and not lose games and probably no point in in uh, conf- complicating it further than to say that uh, yes we haven't got the attacking prowess of the last season or two but that's more than made up for by the 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 great defending that we can now do and you can see that in the results so great to be a Liverpool fan at the moment looking forward to the next match hello my name's Owen I'm from Cop On Podcast uh a reaction to the first half then, because uh, it's just half time, I'm watching the game with my seven-year-old goddaughter, Pelma. Say hello, Pelma. Hi. There you go. And so I spent most of the first half trying to explain the rules of football, because it's very rare we watch it together, but she's really enjoying the match. It's end-to-end stuff. Um, a, a couple of important interventions and a mistake from Alison. Uh, but then the, down the other end, Ben Foster is uh, also having a fantastic half, having denied Mane and Salah. And so the keepers are sort of the, the men of the match so far. Um, don't know how I feel about this. It's, a, it's an edgy one. It's one of those, if we go 1-0 up, then uh, hopefully um, things will get very, very much easier, but uh, could go the other way. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm shaking like the proverbial leaf or like Elvis Presley's legs. See you after the second half. Well, that's the end of the second half. 3-0. Three beautiful goals to nil. I loved that second half. I lost my goddaughter Palmer after uh, about 78 minutes after Trent had curled his beautiful free kick in. I think Palmer was more relaxed than I was. She was like, oh, well, yeah, we'll see you later. And because uh, she, she knew 
that was game over. But then Henderson had to keep keep it interesting. He was a bit a bit too committed, you you could say. If that's a, it's probably the best kind of insult we could we could level at him. Um, but uh, you know, it was it was a second half performance full of variety. That's what I liked, and you know, more pace and and our fitness levels really really stood out for the last fifteen minutes or twenty minutes of that game. Three nil. Absolutely fabulous result. This is Owen from Cop on Podcast saying up the reds. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.